This episode is really about other people. It's not about yourself. In the business world where I work, we're trying to help business leaders understand what the main problem is in their businesses. In our families, it's the same. In our friendships, it's the same. In the economies, it's the same. What drives people to the love of money, which is the root of evil? What drives them to getting what they want? What drives them to murder? What drives them to divorce? What drives them to domestic violence? What drives them to to all these areas? And there's one common denominator, and it wasn't in Jesus. So if we're in Jesus, this denominator should not be in us, but there's many that are not in Jesus. And this is what we're looking at. And it's called self-focus. Jesus was humble. He humbled himself to the point where he was exalted above everyone and everything because he was the most humble. He thought of others first. Now, we have a business which promotes putting other people first. And the more it goes into businesses, the more I'm seeing what the problem is. When we think about the younger people and how they are acting, um, that they want this, they expect this, they expect that, and we're bowing down. A lot of people are bowing down and giving them what they want, trying to facilitate their needs, what they're looking for, um, because otherwise they're not going to have anyone in the business it's a, it's a clear indication of what's going on. And that's self-centeredness. It's self-focus. It's all about them. But it can go two ways as well. It can go to the, the owner of the business or the, the father of the family or the mother of the family, whatever the leader is. And there's genuinely a leader in all families, all businesses. Does it mean that they're better than anyone else? No, they're not. We're not. There's a hierarchical setter in every organisation, whatever that organisation may look like. There needs to be a leader. So what does it mean? When you look at Philippians 2.3, and it talks about, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves or better than himself. What's that saying? It's saying that we're to look to others, to help others, to focus on others, to care for others, more so than ourselves. Sure, we need to put the gas mask or the, not the gas mask, but the the air mask on first in the plane before we can help someone else, otherwise we won't be there to help anyone. But at the same time, we're all dealing with problems. And one of the biggest problems right now is disengagement and what they call silent quitters in business. In business, that means someone that doesn't want to be productive, doesn't want to do any extra, just gets there in time to start work, finishes as soon as they can, takes off and goes home and how how do they feel when they get home someone like that that's just a number four six nine dash three coming home tonight 
there's no value to them. They probably don't have Jesus like you and I do. What are we going to do about that? Because as as a um, as a Christian, it's it's our it's our job. Jesus has uh, given us a job to go out and share the gospel with the whole world and to um, help people find him, you know, through love, through loving someone else. So how are we going to do that? Well, where we're doing it within touch, and that's the name of the business, is through directors and, and leaders of companies. And the way we do that is through teaching them how to be unselfish, how to focus on someone else, and how to listen to them how to ask them effective questions. Jesus, I believe, asked 222 questions. He was very good at it. So what does a question do? A question, a good question, opens up a person's valuation because you're asking them about something. Now, if you just say, how was your day? And they say, good, that's pretty much a closed question. Or do you like this or do you like that? Yes or no? That's a closed question. But an open question might be something like, so what what does your day look like so far? And then what's good about that? Or what's that meant to you? Or how important is that? Simple questions like that start opening up the other person, but they also have a profound effect on us, the one that's asking the question. So it goes both ways. God knows what we need, and when he says to focus and help and love other people, he means it. He truly means it. And without that focus, uh, really, really, uh, we start to move into pride. Now, pride is fairly unclear in a lot of people's minds it was in mine and I, I move in and out of pride I'm not saying that I don't but I catch it a lot quicker now and life is much much better because God resists the proud so proud is is self-focused there's two extremes that I see with with pride one is arrogance and another one is shyness and why is that pride well it's self-focus it might be thinking I'm better than you or you're thinking you're better than me. So it's the opposite to what he's asking us to do in Philippians 2.3. It may be in the shyness area that I don't want other people to think badly of me, so I'm not going to say something. I might say something wrong. So there's me, me, me in that. Uh, And that's also mixed with the fear of man because we're considering what other people think, where we should be thinking what? Well, what's, what's it matter to God? What God knows what you're doing. He knows what I'm doing. And it's a, it's a wonderful way to live. It's, a, it's a more of a free way to live. So I'd just like to encourage you to live the Philippians 2-3. I'd really like to say that um, one more time, that let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than himself. So when we focus on someone else, it's going to help change them. It's going to help change you. And it's going to help change our world. It's going to help change our families. And an unknowing um, person about Jesus, they'll see your love. And sooner or later, the time will be right to, to let them know that you 
love Jesus, or they may ask you, what's different about you? You don't seem to get all stressed out when there's a problem. You seem to be able to have joy in the midst of storms. How do you do that? And that's, that's the time that that other person will change. Showing them love, asking them questions, listening to them, and, and truly building a bridge with them will empower them to reach out and find out how it is that you can live life like that. I hope that encourages you to encourage someone else. You don't have to go and tackle them and, <laughs> and beat them over the head with the Bible, although I've almost tried that. Um, it's simple as building a relationship first, build a bridge with them first, then ask them questions and then listen to their answers without any judgment. Just love on them as Jesus would and then empower them, encourage them. And you'll see people change. Right now, how much do we need uh, people like us uh, that know Jesus to share that with others? It's not hard. It's actually quite easy. I hope that encourages you to get out there and share a bit of love around and uh, help others to help others as well.